0: Today on behind the headlines, what happened to art prize? John and I will be talking with Brian McVicker who is on this story to get all of the inside information. As I said, our guest today Brian McVickers, he is covering the art prize story for the Grand Rapids Press and mlive.com and my co-host as always, the one, the only Vice President of Content, John Heiner. How are you? Well, I thank you very much, Eric Colkran. It's uh, good to be back here with you today. I'm behind the headlines. Uh, welcome to November, everybody. Um, looking out the window at the yard crews, cleaning up the leaves and uh, reading very closely Mark Torgross's weather forecast. Uh, Eric, uh, topic today, I think uh, a lot of people will be interested. I know you will be because you, you live in the Grand Rapids area. I do. And that is Art Prize. And Um, I started coming to Grand Rapids frequently to work in 2012. A year later, one of the most unique events, community events and and cultural events I ever saw started up and that was our prize in Grand Rapids. And uh, I I mean, the, the word unique means there's nothing like it and it truly I don't think there was anything like it in the world and we can get into all that. But uh, late last week, there was an announcement that uh, they're going to discontinue our prize. It's gone through some twists and turns. And so today I think it'd be a very interesting topic and to bring on the person who's been writing about that for the Grand Rapids press, I'd like to say good morning to Brian McVicker, reporter for the press. Morning, John. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you, Brian. And I think this Anyone, I think, who was up on Prize and has been there and has followed the news over the years, maybe not as surprised by this announcement, but why don't you tell our listeners uh, why this was sort of a logical conclusion of some things that have happened over the years?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, the news came out last week, um, announced that the Art Prize Board of Directors was, you know, effectively disbanding. And would no longer be taking the reins of Art Prize, and that, uh, the they were handing off control of the concept to a couple of community partners: City of Grand Rapids, uh, Downtown Grand Rapids Inc., which is another community organization that coordinates development downtown and promotes the downtown, as well as uh, Fair State Kendall College of Art and Design at Fair State University. And so they say they're going to be. Trying to continue some sort of event similar to Art Prize, uh, but um, TBD on what that exactly that'll look like and how the scale of it will compare with Art Prize. But as far as timing, you know, this comes not too long, about a little bit over a month after the uh, 2022 Art Prize wrapped up, and um, you, you know, from a timing perspective, I don't think a lot of people were terribly surprised at this happened. Um, people who had been coming to our Prize for years and years kind of saw the, the sort of um, for lack of a better word, the decline or the, the shrinking of the event. It had grown a little bit smaller. The prize pool had grown smaller. Um, and that was pretty, at least from my standpoint, pretty recognizable during this year's event. There was a real lack of artwork throughout the outdoors and downtown, which had been kind of like a trademark of the event. And when we were interviewing folks on the first day of the event, we heard that event and we heard that same kind of sentiment quite a bit. Where's the art sort of thing. So yeah, not entirely surprising, but um,
0: that was a little bit about, yeah, the new, why the news came now. Right. In the first couple of years, I remember having to come to work at Grand Rapids from across the state and I get downtown and it was otherworldly. How many people were packed in downtown and, and, and because these uh, installations were outdoors indoors in, in public in, in, like restaurants and you know p- public buildings like the police department and so forth but they were everywhere and people were everywhere and there was an energy and a dynamism that was really spectacular and kind of intoxicating it was like wow I, I got to check this out and over the years um I really looked forward to to taking the time and bring family and come for the weekends and and do things of that nature. Um, what, you know, what began to change? I mean, what was the appeal at the beginning that changed along the way that led to, you know, diminishment of artists or crowds or prize money or any of that stuff?
1: Oh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, one thing I was thinking about it was it, was it maybe just the, novelty of the event. It was very new for many years. And like you said, there'd not really been anything like it. Um, but as I think as the event went on through the years, it maybe became tough to continue that kind of momentum and that sort of otherworldly aspect that Grand Rapids would have when there would be all this art downtown. So I think that may have been a little bit tricky to sustain. Um, also, there, there may have been some Funding issues, or at least the amount of money that was doled out for prizes for the event, was certainly diminishing. I um, mean, it was once as high as two hundred or two hundred fifty thousand for the grand prize, and by twenty twenty two, this year, that prize had been discontinued altogether. And um, they had the highest award was twelve thousand five hundred, so. I, my sense is maybe some of the prize pool contributed to maybe uh, fewer artists coming in and fewer big displays coming to town, but that's kind of just my personal guess on that front. Um, but we had certainly, yeah, seen those factors at play
0: as the competition kind of went along through the years. Let's, uh, we're almost 10 minutes in here, so I want to just pause for those listeners who perhaps uh, were living in. Mars or something and didn't know about our prize. And I don't mean to be demeaning because really uh it, it did have a lot of appeal, but there may be people who don't know about it. But the concept was that it was a, a massive public art celebration and contest. Uh, and there were different categories in the contest, but the big one was a people's choice because people could vote. And so it was this collision between, you know. Conceptual art and highbrow art and kitschy art and pop culture art and performance art and, I mean, they always had something in the river in the Grand River. Somebody always puts an installation in the river, and there was, you know, if you went over by the Bob, there was like a fire-breathing robot dragon, you know, and so it was it was part spectacle, but it, part of the art was the participation, I think, too, of of the people who came to see it and who could vote and um it, it the early years when they were giving out those huge prizes that could be life-changing money for an artist too and it it brought artists from all over the world
1: yeah very true yeah it was really uh nothing like it really before and it had really wowed the people the city for people the city and beyond for a, a number of years um and so It'll be interesting looking forward to see if they can try to recapture any of that uh spectacle and, and the way you put it so well with different types of art, performance art, kitschy art, sort of interactive art, um, and
0: how it will look moving forward. Yeah, I I was always a kind of a personal contest with me or my friends or families. Because you try to guess the the sentiment of the, you know, the great people, <laughs> you know, just the collective of people who you know, and there was some criticism from art circles that this was too low-brow. It, you know, it's the lowest common denominator. And, and and so one year I walked into the Amway and there was a gigantic Lincoln portrait. It was made out of Lincoln pennies. And I'm like, there's your winner. It's like, people are going to be like, this. then it was like 15 feet tall or something. And sure enough, it was a people's choice winner, you know. And then there was another year where a guy made a massive, um, maybe like 30 or 40 feet long by like 12 feet tall. And it was a pencil drawing of like a World War I army unit. And it was was hyper-realistic, you know? And if that thing had been six feet by three feet, it wouldn't have won. But because of the sheer scale of it and how kind of like visually overwhelming it was, it won. And so part of the fun was, you know, that the people got to pick and you saw kind of the sentiment of the people. At the same time, they tried to then respond to the criticism by evolving prize categories, reducing the People's Choice Award and giving more money for curated or judged art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be, the, the, the the event really did evolve over the years to have a, more
1: aspects to it. They brought in these big panels of jury experts uh, to weigh in. And uh, yeah, it, it did really sort of grow. And maybe there always has been that sort of tension between um what professional artists or people who are more familiar with art like versus what the um maybe more of the general public likes. But that I think that's always been kind of the fun of our prize where you see those two kind of combine and collide and people experience it from both ends. So it was yeah very interesting to see how the event evolved over the years and had those different uh different elements to it.
0: Yeah. And there's a there's a COVID aspect which we'll get to in a moment but and I'm I'm trying to remember but it seemed to me that it changed it it started to really change the year before COVID or a couple years before COVID like in 2018 Um, didn't they go to an every other year format where the large festival was one year and the next year they did art related you know, uh, in-house kind of uh, seminars and artist things. Mm-hmm. When did when did that happen? And do you, do you, can you give some insight why? Yeah,
1: so back in 2018, uh, prior to uh, I believe it was prior to Art Prize of 2018, or it might have been just afterwards. I'm trying to think about the timing, but back in 2018, Art Prize announced that it will be switching to like a biennial event with Art Prize happening one year. Uh, And then in the off years, or every other year, and then in the off years, there'd be an event. Uh, Initially, it was called Project One, where it was billed as sort of a, maybe a a public art event, but without prizes or judges or juries, just simply sort of art displayed throughout, maybe in a couple places downtown. And they held that in 2019. um, But... You know, some people certainly enjoyed it, but I don't. I think it did fall flat with a lot of people, in just in terms of it didn't have the Art Prize name. I, I don't think it brought in nearly the amount of uh, visitors to hotels, restaurants, the people that coming downtown, and so that was later um, ended by Art Prize. They did not carry that forward. Um, and so I think when, when they t- when they hosted when Art Prize announced that change to this every other year event, they kind of built it as the next evolution of Art Prize. That had been Art Prize had been happening for about 10 years or so at that point. Um, and they kind of build this as the next element to keep Art Prize fresh and forward thinking, to keep the event uh moving forward. Um, but uh it did not, you know, in retrospect, that did not carry it forward and it it was later. Dropped by the Art Prize Board as an option for the event.
0: It seemed like it was like a some three-legged stool here, where you know the the mass public part of this, where you know the spectacular outdoor stuff, or you could you could walk easily all through downtown and see all kinds of stuff, from like the best you know artists in the world to somebody who did something in uh, paper mache on on the Blue Bridge, you know, and um, so there was this. Plus, it was really public. So it was out there. The, it, was, it was promoted publicly. Like our business, the Grand Reps Press, we hosted art uh, in and on our building. People could come into our building. It was interactive. And then you had the whole social aspect with people at hotels, eating in restaurants, and uh, going down to the outdoor things at the Bob and, and nighttime entertainment. And I think the year they switched it to the every other year, it, that public aspect just kind of disappeared from the the common knowledge that it was happening. You just didn't see it. Yeah, I think a lot of people just didn't know what it was. Like, is this
1: our prize? Is it something else? When we were talking to business owners that year and a couple of festival goers, there was just a lot of confusion about what the event was and what it was supposed to be. And was there public voting? Were there going to be awards with this? Uh, So it's just sort of maybe a little bit of a rough rollout for that event. Um, And I get the impression that a lot of the... Uh, our prize board members did not like that event, or it didn't generate the real community interest and uh, foot traffic downtown that our prize uh, board likes to see. So, yeah, it did not. Yeah, did not keep going that one.
0: Yeah, what do you know about uh, any economic impacts to the city and the larger community because this this was a pretty big. I think that the peak they were saying you're getting like four or five hundred thousand people over and it, it lasted like three weeks. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. Huge visitor numbers that well. they, they had for a number of years released economic impact studies annually. I think 2018 may have been the last year they did that. Um, but just yeah, I mean. Millions of dollars of impact, they would say. People coming to restaurants, bars, hotels, uh, really kind of powering, giving a huge boost to like sort of the visitors tourism element of Grand Rapids. All the, the business organizations are very big supporters of our prize and for, for that reason, just the amount of people it brought downtown. Um, yeah, huge impact in terms of, yeah, people staying in hotels, buying meals, uh, filling up their cars with gas on the way to, to downtown. Um,
0: so yeah, a very, very big event in that sense. This was the brainchild, and I believe possibly funded by originally, or maybe ongoing. going, um, Rick DeVos, who's a, a member of one of the more prominent families, uh, Put a, uh, put a lightly in Grand Rapids. Um, has he spoken publicly about um, the the dissolution of the of the board and what could happen in the future?
1: Unfortunately, he has not spoken. We did put out an interview request to him, but was told he was not doing interviews. Uh, So, unfortunately, all we had was the prepared statement that came in the in the news release um, about the event ending. Uh, And he just talked about, you know, now basically was the right time to end the event. Uh, It had been a successful run, uh, but he didn't really give too much insight or behind the scenes insight, at least, to what was. Going through his mind or the board's mind,
0: Mm -hmm. and in your story, which I'll link to in the column that uh, goes with this, and uh, we put it in the show notes, you quote a number of uh, community leaders and development people. What's your best sense uh, after talking to all these people? What's most likely to happen with the Art Prize name? We know that event is done as we knew it, but what what are some of the things that could happen next? And at very least keep that spirit alive. Yeah, you know I talked with um downtown the, the president and
1: CEO of Downtown Grand Rapids Inc Tim kelly He says, you know, they have every intention of trying to replicate what Art Prize was um and bringing that same experience Art Prize has effectively is given its name to this new partnership. It's given its website domain and technology like its app. Uh, for smartphones um, so they effectively they want to continue our prize as it was known uh, whether they can do that and whether they can do that by this fall uh, remains to be seen um, but they and, and they do I was asking them you know what, what are, do you have a name for this event and they have they say that's also to be decided but they do want to carry forth the art prize name in some capacity so whether that's art prize 2.0 or uh, some other uh element of that um, that seems likely, but we will have to wait to see. But they definitely want to. I asked them, do you want to have it the same scale as our prize, where art is throughout downtown? And they said yes. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they have in store and uh, if they can pull it off. They're going to bring on. It sounds like our prize had, I think six or five staffers and they're going to try to find a permanent home for those folks within one of those organizations, whether it be um, downtown Grand Rapids, Inc., the city or Kendall College. And so they'll still some of those same folks, the executive director will still be doing some of this work and presumably still being reaching out to donors and other community organizations that help fund the effort. So they're really gonna try to bring those people in-house and kind of continue what art Prize was. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what impacts, how it will look. And, um, you know, Rick DeVos, who was kind of the art Prize was his baby, so to speak, how it will look without him at the on the board and having his input on the endeavor. So yeah, very interesting to see what's gonna happen moving forward.
0: Do you have a favorite memory or a piece of art that you remember from our prize it sticks with you? Yeah, I liked, um, you know, the one that I
1: liked, I liked some of the bigger public displays and uh, there was a big table and chair on top of the Blue Bridge one year that I really liked. Um, so that was really fun to come and see as well as Nessie in the river in the first mm-hmm. year. Um, as well as there was a large pig by the Bob that I really liked. <laughs> One so, Some I of that goofy or funner it. stuff, like you mentioned the fire breathing robot a couple of years back, and that was fun too. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it was just really fun to come downtown and see all the art. It was fun to see kind of the vibrancy or activity that it would generate and see more people downtown. Um, food trucks around that kind of thing it was I thought it was a fun way to have fall uh here in GR
0: uh so there's yeah I look back fondly on a lot of art prize memories that's a really good point Uh, I remember for instance standing in line on a nice fall day at uh, the museum uh the art museum to get in because you could only have so many people in there and um you know, people that have food trucks, like you said, they'd have get your coffee and stand in line and everybody's milling around. They're all talking about art and the, everyone's taking photos and people's Instagrams and Facebooks were full of all these iconic, you know, the Blue Bridge in the background or, or, or the, the gram or whatever. Um, but what I liked is... <clears throat> thinking you know you get there were a lot of displays or interactive things where you'd go you would go into a dark room or they had one where you went into this box on the street and you broke plates you know they had actual plates you could break you know and it was cathartic and it it was cool It just got you talking um but the one and all the things you mentioned and the things like the giant penny and uh uh interactive things but the thing that will stick with me forever is watching tens of thousands of Chinese lanterns launched uh, at dusk over the Grand River. And uh, other than, you know, I I hope we didn't start any forest fires, you know, somewhere in eastern Michigan or middle of the state. That was just spectacular, something you'll never unsee. Um, And even when I see photos today, I I have photos on my phone that look just like that. But it was everyone sharing those the people who were there experiencing it together was part I think of the magic of our prize. That's one of my big regrets is
1: missing that lantern that I said John, I was out of town that weekend, but yeah, I mean just the big communal spirit and people coming together and enjoying art and talking to one another and having these experiences that brings maybe people out of their bubble a little bit uh, was a, a, the great kind of community aspect of our prize and, um, yeah, something that'll no doubt be missed in a big way.
0: Yeah, when I write the column uh, that this this podcast will be embedded in, any readers who want to share memories, please just email us and tell us about some of your favorite Art Prize memories. Um, it's, it's not dead. It's, it's going to be changing. Um, the Art Prize as we knew it, it, it is gone, and. You know, Brian McVicker, you've done a great job reporting on this and we'll watch as you report uh, what is next for our prize, how it'll evolve and what shape it'll take for the community. And uh, yeah, it'd be great to capture that magic again. Thanks for having me, John. Appreciate it. It was great having you on, Brian. And thanks for our listeners for uh, joining us for another episode of Behind the Headlines. Eric, uh, I say goodbye, but I'll see you next week. And there they go. A big thanks to Brian for joining this episode. And as always, if you like what we're doing, like, comment, and share wherever you get your podcast. Till next week, he is John Heiner. I am Eric Halkin. And this is Behind the Headlines.